What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning back into the Face to Heal podcast. If this is your first time listening, we appreciate it. We hope you enjoy it and maybe come back and listen some more. Uh, before we dive into all the things that happened this week and maybe some upcoming things like Royal Rumble, uh, for anyone who didn't notice, there's a big change for WrestleMania. They're changing venues. And I does it feel like they're... So for people that don't know, they're supposed to go to Hollywood this year. And by this year, I mean in a couple months. They're going back to Tampa like they were supposed to last year in the stadium they were supposed to be in last year. And they're also doing a two-night event. Does it just feel like we're rerunning last year's WrestleMania? I'm going to say yes, but there are some distinctions that we need to point out. From what I heard, there's going to be fans there. So yeah, that, that is the main plan. Yes. I don't care what they do. We've I, got fans. I think they mainly wanted to do the two-night because they were like, yo, we bring fans back for this WrestleMania two-night event. Like, I feel like you have to go big or go home. Like, I think well, that's, what that's what they're, I would imagine that's what they're, and doing it over two nights means like you can just double the surprises. You can double the good matches. You can just, if everything goes according to plan and plan is have fans come make it awesome. There's a reason why they have to do it. And yes, I'm very Florida, thank, yes. you know, I, I I'm thankful that like there is a place that it can be done. I just hope it's done safe and correctly and yes. correctly. But it seems like, I mean, we're watching the chiefs game right now. That stadium looks close to packed. Well, I'm always curious if maybe they're like, well, we can only have so many, so let's kind of try to keep you guys as close as possible so it looks full and not show these other sections that are, like, bare. But... I, well, I think people – no, you can watch when it pans out. It's on in the background. but uh, oh, It's on commercial now, but I'll say when it comes back. That's funny. I, I can't overreact commercial. I think people are realizing that there's a way we can do things now that are kind of the intermediate between full lockdown and pre-COVID, and there's, like, there's an in-between that we can do. And I think that wrestling is like sort of fit. Look, take a look. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like it's, it's a good amount of people there. And I think a lot of sports are kind of figuring it out and wrestling is kind of getting on the bandwagon now with figuring out what's best for them. And like you mentioned before, Vince kind of wants all or nothing and he's not going to get an all or nothing. So he's got to settle with, I assume that they must have something that Vince is happy with. Maybe 10,000. I was going to say, like, dude, they, he might have even somehow got them for 50% or something. Like, if you just keep it, you can, like, make the venue. I know they're doing it at where the Bucks play. Yes, they're it's literally not. having it in the same stadium that it was supposed to be I mean, last year. If you're going to do less people, there's got to be a way that they can make it more intimate, so to speak. Maybe to make it feel like there's more people. Because that 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 arena would sell out. It would have if WrestleMania was at, you could have it at full capacity, that would sell out. But if you can only have like 20% at most, it's an open, uh, what's it? It's an open roof stadium, right? Like it's there to, it's a huge. Well, I feel stadium. like at that point, it's like because you also put the chairs in down on the field and you like put it around the ring. Mm-hmm. Since you're going to be including those, I think you like probably just cut off the top row mm-hmm. of seats. Like you don't even put anyone up there because they're like, oh, we can have this many. Well, we can fit that within this spot and like still abide by like CDC code lines and crap like that. So then they just never pan over to the top. And like they won't do like a full giant shot like we just saw in the NFL game. They'll like stay within the crowd and where people are, so it'll look full even though half the stadium's empty. So I'm sure there's a way they're going to work it and make well, it not look even good. just a look for, look for the sound, like the pops. Yes, stuff. it's important. Yeah, because like and that's the other thing. Like, say you have a stadium for seventy thousand people <clears> and you're allowed fifteen thousand, you don't want to spread them across all seventy thousand because they're just going to be like fifty feet from each other and. You're going to hear like a woo and then like a five second delay. Woo. And it's like, you should have just gone back to your pre-recorded for other, stuff. For other sports, it can, it can work. But for wrestling, it's a different form of entertainment. Yes. And you need to like the, the fans are a huge, almost integral part of 
like a big event like WrestleMania. Yeah, for and that's why it's gonna be weird for the Royal Rumble in a couple weeks because the first WrestleMania without fans was weird, like not getting the pops that should have. But now it's like we're not gonna have we theoretically won't have the countdowns, we won't have the pops for returns or special guests. So it's like this this like Rumble is like starting to just kind of be like disappointing, like. I want to keep my hopes up. I want to be like, yes, Royal Rumble, Road to WrestleMania. But, like, I don't know, say, like, Seth Rollins does come back or Becky Lynch comes back for, like, just a one shot to set up a feud down the road or something. Like, it just won't get a realistic pop. It'll get the fake soundtrack they put in. And it's just like, eh. It just feels fake. Not organic is what I'm trying to come up uh, with. Like, the realistic pop or the realistic return is probably going to be Edge again. Because he should be right on the end of like the January was like the max he was expected to be out for, I think. So, well, then even Edge, like he'll just get like a fake. It, it well, won't... but it's not because it's not a return though. It's like one of those returns that I'll be happy to see Edge back, but it's not like a huge return that it's like, oh, well, we know Edge is under contract and sure. he would have still been wrestling if he didn't get injured. So, I mean, they're not going to do, I don't actually, I don't think they're going to plan any big return. No, but like surprise. certain things like, um, I was talking with one person who agrees with us that Bianca Belair should be winning. And the way they're starting to build her up on SmackDown during the obstacle course that she's obviously going to just demolish Bailey in. Like, they're really building her up. I think she 100% is the winner. But some other people are saying, like, well, they could set up some feuds. Like, say Becky Lynch does come back and she's in there for, like, five, ten minutes. And as soon as Bianca's in there and she eliminates her, like, that would be like when Drew eliminated Brock last year. It would be, like, so monumentous and insane but there wouldn't be fans there to react to that. So it's like, no. do they even try to do those things? Like, I like you have to because you got to produce storylines and stuff. But like, maybe they don't do it with Becky. I they mean, do it, it with someone it, else. It hasn't. It hasn't really held them back. Granted, the Royal Rumble is like the most popular pay per view after WrestleMania. But I don't know. They might just go. They might just go ahead with kind of just doing it normally and just see maybe. what happens. Imagine if like Vince is like in. A, in charge of like he has like a soundboard of like booze and cheers and chants and whenever <laughs> something happens he goes oh yeah this is good shit so and then everyone's like no this is dumb and he's just like giving the opposite reactions and you just realistically blatant. though with but like what would what could have what could realistically happen at this rumble that would like generate a pop like who what return would we legitimately think could happen I don't think there's anybody that is poised to return. I really only got Seth and Becky. That's it. That's like all. I, and like maybe even then, even then, like Rhea, like, I think is going to be in the Rumble. Right. No, I mean like what legend would make it? You know, I, I still think they might do it. Yeah, they will. And like the only ones I can think of because they've been setting up is like maybe Big Show or Mark Henry, but they wouldn't get like a. They would get like yeah, yo, we get to see him one more time, but they're not going to get like That's a, a jaw dropping. I think Seth would get that too. Becky maybe. would get a bigger pop. Definitely, but Seth returning, which we can, exp- I honestly, we could probably expect it, uh, like yeah. 100%, but I would still just kind of be like, an, all right, because we just, Seth's not a legend, he's an active wrestler. That's he's, fair. So he would just kind of be like, oh, okay, Seth's back. Like, uh, who returned at the Royal Rumble last year? Naomi came back, and it was just kind of like, okay, And I, I would guarantee you she's in this next one, because we haven't seen her in ones. But yeah, I guess, like, when she shows up, I'll be like, oh, hey, there right. you are. And that's I, the thing I'm with curious where you've been the past active three wrestlers that have, like, are known on the active roster that have had like big roles in wrestling when they like go away for X amount of months and come back. It's not really like a quote unquote return. Yeah. Like a Royal rumble return is like what star, like the most recent one, like uh, edge huge. 
Rey Mysterio a couple years ago. Like those are like returns that of big names that nobody expected. Hardy Boys at WrestleMania wasn't the wrong. Just well, that kind of like level. It's just funny because when you said that, you were like, "Who?" And like I literally thought Edge, but I didn't even think his most recent one. I was thinking the one when he tore his Achilles heel, tore his Achilles tendon and wasn't like, that's supposed to be a career ending injury in any sport. Right. So when he returned early and like Chris Jericho was in there, like that was huge. That was like insanely monumentous. And I guess like now that I'm like really thinking about it and I'm trying not to hype up rumble, there really isn't anything like that. Like edge is the only one who's currently like quote unquote on the sidelines from an injury that we would expect. Like, Seth wasn't even an injury. They just we all knew he got rode off because of what's going on. So we know he's going to come back, and we all know it was the kid. So he's going to come back at any point. It's not like it's been nine months since we haven't seen Seth. It's been what Survivor Series, so a month and a half. But it's like not we haven't seen Seth longer than that. So I guess yeah. Now that I think about Rumble, it's like they even without the pandemic, they weren't really poised for anything like that. I think it's like I think you can maybe expect to see like the familiar legends, like Triple H will probably make an appearance. Well, that- Shawn Michaels might. Just guys who are already like involved, that have been involved, that if they were to show up, you know it's not to like become a full-time return. It's just to get a pop at the Rumble. Yeah. But they're not difficult to like reach out to and have it happen. Well, I was thinking about it, and the only reason I could see Triple H is because like he's the one that eliminates Randy, and then he literally just eliminates himself and keeps beating the crap out of Randy. Yeah, I'd be, that'd be cool. What I want now, now that I said mm-hmm. Randy, like he got fireballed this week, I want him to wear a – this is going to be dumb and you're going to hate me, but I'm, I want it. So did you ever watch the Netflix Daredevil? Like two episodes. Oh, did you? Well, did you see when he was wearing the black mask that only covered half his face and he fought? Uh, yeah, I'd probably recognize I that. want Randy to come back with one of those masks that, like, you can blatantly see through, but it looks like you're covering your eyes because, like, he got burned and fight people, like, quote-unquote blind, like, Daredevil style. <laughs> Cause dude, it would just be hilarious. I think like Randy, he's just like it was like when you see those blind uh, the the um the I don't want to call them blind masks, but I can't the bag where they have to put their bags over their heads and fight each other. No yeah. one can see, and then sooner or later someone peeks. That's effectively what I want with Randy, but he can always see because he's wearing one of the cloths that you can always see through. I know it's dumb, and I'm probably the only person in the world who would want it. But I just think it would be hilarious. <laughs> I have no answer to that. I, I This is why I didn't post it online, because I literally no one's going to agree with me. I'm going to be the only person in the world that's like, Randy, come back as Daredevil. Everyone's going to be like, you're an actual idiot. It sounds like you want them to do what they like could have done. Oh, my God. Well, he's someone I think is finally going to return. You still think they're going to? I think that I, I don't think Alistair. He wanted to go back to NXT from what we heard, and they said no. And I think they just are punishing him. And he, uh, like, of course, stands by his wife and oh, yeah, is he's probably you know, content with just not doing anything. He definitely seems like the kind of the guy that stands by what he says or what he believes. It it really is unfortunate. When Paul Heyman got fired, it really, I feel, ruined Aleister Black's career because he was getting a hard push because Heyman was into him. And now, fast forward, we haven't seen him in, when was the Superstar shakeup? Like three months ago? When him and it, Kevin went to uh, SmackDown? God, I can't even remember. It was recently. Within the past several months, so it's like, but we haven't seen him since. We've seen more Kevin Owen in the past week than we've seen Alistair Black in the past, I feel, three months. That's so, the politics of it. I know. It's unfortunate. so unfortunate. I would love to, for him to come back at some point. You know, even he, and with his martial arts uh, like background and stuff, yeah. you know, honestly, sorry, Randy, I'm scratching my idea for you. I'm giving it to Alistair Black. I'm in on that one. I want him to come back as the satanic daredevil. Keep wearing his spike jacket and like his skulls and everything, but he just wears like a black mask. 
and he's Daredevil. I'm in on this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's if anyone could make it work, it's a dude who's actually like proficient in mixed martial arts and stuff like that. Uh, but also on top of the WrestleMania news, for the first time ever, they announced multiple WrestleManias. Next year, we're going to Dallas and yeah, the year after. Why, why did they do that? I don't know. That was really weird to me. We've never, ever done that. It's always been at that at that year's WrestleMania, they announced next year's WrestleMania. But this time, they gave us all three. They gave us three. To, well, technically two, I guess I should say. They moved this yeah. one. Next year's in Dallas. They moved this one to the week after, second week. After. I didn't compare dates, so that part I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. I, but I don't know if the date part really matters. Maybe it does. I'm pretty sure they changed it to like April, about a week after. Oh, I wonder if maybe they did because the Bucks still might need it for practice and stuff. Because <laughs> usually, like, doesn't the Super Bowl, I feel like, happen shortly after? Or, Jesus, no. Oh, WrestleMania happens like maybe a couple weeks after Super Bowl. No, Super Bowl happens in February. Why do I always feel like they're only like two weeks apart? Because time just hides you. Get I guess maybe, <laughs> wait, Derek, February, March, April. Yeah, dude, there's a whole month in between yeah, that crap. I don't know. I guess like the month of March is so irrelevant that. Everything happens in February. Everything happens in April. That I, I just uh, want to get through March. Yeah, I um. Yeah, no, I couldn't I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, no, I I literally forgot about a month in between those two, and I always know one's in February, one's in April, and I just think they're always two weeks apart. But and then we're gonna get our Hollywood one, which calling it now, Mrs. Mrs. Headlining that. He's now got two years to build himself up back to a main event wrestler instead of three months. I think that they want to – it would also make sense for The Rock to – Yeah, but like now extending The Rock Roman to you – know, you can't hold off two years for that. I mean you you could. Potentially. I just feel like that's really – that's that's pushing the time frame limit well, right doesn't, there. Roman doesn't have to hold the time. But I also – if they're planning on having fans, they could set it up for this WrestleMania. Like we have a last, stand, a last man standing match. What if Ro- Rock cost Roman the match at Royal Rumble? Well, we talked about – the biggest determinant in what we think is going to happen with The Rock is who wins the Royal Rumble. Because if a SmackDown guy wins the Royal Rumble, then it's going to be difficult for me to think that The Rock is going to show up. And I think the more and more like we get closer to WrestleMania, I don't think The Rock is going to show up now. I just start, I'm really starting to I don't know they're building up they're building up different guys on SmackDown, and just the uncertainty of the fans, is it going to be the ideal show? And, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i just starting to think maybe it's not going to happen. Well, that's why I kind of felt like last year with the horrible decision of taking the title off of Bray and giving it to Goldberg, you were able to get what you wanted, which was John Cena and Fiend, and still have your main event title match in two separate matches. So, like, if The Rock shows up and costs Roman his title at Royal Rumble, that sets up Rock and Roman at WrestleMania, and then you still have whoever the champion is, which would be Kevin Owens since he's in the match now. And if Shinsuke wins the, or Daniel Bryan wins the Rumble again, then you then still have your title match. But is would strip, not I, I shouldn't say strip, would having Roman lose, even in that capacity, be worth it? Like having him drop the title? It would be bad because you now have the biggest feud in wrestling and no belts are involved. And whoever is holding the universal title is now second rate to Roman I guess I also just feel like if the title's in the mix, Roman wins every time. If the title's not in the mix, like, there's a chance Rock could beat him. And, like, it, I guess it might give me, like, a surprise factor. Like, I don't fully know who wins this match. Whereas if the title's on the line, I feel Roman wins every time. I don't think The Rock ever gets the title. No, but the the feud is what we... Yes. 
Right. Everything that's been happening with Roman, we know he's not losing the title, but he's still been very captivating and intriguing to watch. So adding The Rock to that will just make that thing we already expect from his matches better. You know, so it's... It's a weird one. Well, we're just, we're in, unpre- we're still in like unprecedented times, but it's extra weird because we're starting to feel like we are kind of taking the next step towards getting back to how things were and getting fans back in. And it's exciting, but we're just not quite there yeah. yet. So it's still kind of like a gray area of what's the yeah, right that's thing to That's just do. what I was about to say. We're in that like weird gray area where we're trying to go from pandemic back to normalcy. So it's like. You know, if like this next year's WrestleMania, we could be having completely different conversations because hopefully things are back to normal. But this WrestleMania, we're talking about how it's like it's trying to transition from one to the other or even evolve to a new thing. So, yeah, it's all a guessing game. Like if this was going into last year's WrestleMania this time, we'd be like, here's conclusive like evidence of what's going to happen. And here's our thoughts. Now it's like it's all speculation. We could think one thing and in two weeks it could just drastically change. Yeah, but it's exciting to to think that because last year it was really like all hope is lost and we just know yes. that there's no way now it's like we can kind of see you know the the sun is coming up over the horizon yeah, the light at the end of the tunnel yeah and it's exciting to kind of like speculate that maybe you know there's a way like we i just watched the chiefs browns game and there's yeah there were there's fans at the uh oh shout out nhl is season is back and it is in full swing and I couldn't be happier that hockey is back. I, it was funny. I didn't know hockey was back until I messaged Paul. I was like, yo, did you just see what happened? He's like, hockey game. I was like, hockey's on right now? He's like, yeah, it literally started today. And I'm like, oh. I'm not watching wrestling when the NHL is yeah. on. If there's one thing Paul would ever choose over wrestling, it's NHL. Whereas me, it's like, True. Uh, I don't I don't think I, actually there's anything I would pick over wrestling. That's understandable. That, that's a, that's a tough wrestling. one. I do. But my point was in, in Arizona at the uh, Coyotes game. So – Every sport is get is except basketball. I don't think I've seen any. I don't watch a lot of basketball, but I don't think I've seen any fans at some NBA. I games, wonder if just because like check. they were getting towards the end of uh, the, like aren't they? No, over their now? season just started. I felt like month. the championship just happened like last month. No, they just no. I know it because the Knicks are five and eight. Jesus, <laughs> I wonder if like because I was five and nine now. I didn't even check. The... I was just telling someone like <laughs> I started a new job in the middle of the pandemic. I've already been there like eight nine months. So the NHL went on pause. And then they started their playoffs in August and they awarded their Stanley cup in September. They normally award their Stanley cup in June. So the NHL season okay. ended this September. So only like a couple months, later. Five months ago. And now the holidays passed and now mid January, they started their new season. So that one makes sense. I just feel like the I NBA, think NBA didn't did. get paused. Like I felt like they went on track as normal, but for them to already be starting it, I feel like, but like I said, we're already what uh, almost three weeks into January of the new year. It really feels like we were just here last weekend watching the ball drop because we all still, for some reason, stay up till midnight to watch a mechanical ball slowly get lowered. I barely did. Yeah, I know. You, y'all were ready to pass out while I'm over here. Like, yo, I'm up for five more hours. Yeah. So, like, and that literally feels like we just did it last weekend. And it's already January 17th. Time right? flies. Yeah, it's insane. So, I could be wrong. It, like, maybe it is just, like, that gap. I guess it's also, like, when it's NFL season – I do not look at like any other sport except for like the end of baseball because we're in that weird gray area of it transitioning. But like right now, when we're in playoff season of football, I literally only other thing I watch is wrestling, and it's because it's on different days. Hockey, I won't look at it for another month <laughs> just because I'm like, I need to know who wins the Super Bowl. I it's it's about to be a did you see the final score though? Who was it? Chiefs or Browns? Chiefs. They still got it. Well, yeah. I mean. Well, like I because I didn't know because I've been out doing stuff. I came in, Pat's or. 
Paul's like, Patrick Mahomes is out. I'm like, whoa, that's some big news I missed. Like the because I was telling uh, our friends last night, if the Browns upset and beat the Chiefs, I was going to put money on them the whole rest of the way, <laughs> whole rest of the way. They were going to beat the Bills and they were going to win the title. I was going to do it. Uh, not happening. Nope, definitely not now. So. Well, that's interesting. I was just curious at who it was because I, I know there was only a minute left and I didn't look back. Uh, so, yeah, that was all the exciting news for WrestleMania. Talked a little bit about the Rumble. Not a whole lot going on, I feel, storyline-wise this past week. Not that I can think of. Other than I did mention Randy Orton got fireballed in the face. If you didn't see that, they, they executed that very well. Go back and watch it. I also have a really cool screenshot that I gave Paul. The one that I sent you when Alexa threw the fireball. I like Brandy. We're also going back a week. Yeah, I could check. Um, yeah, but there's there's going to be times like this where there's just going to be some, like, mad weeks in wrestling. Yeah. You know, just some, like, lag weeks. Like, there's nothing that... Especially because, what, we got two weeks till Royal Rumble, which means, like, we're in that weird spot where the last pay-per-view was almost a month ago and we still got two more weeks. So this is, like, one of the big gaps in pay-per-views because of the holidays. So there's going to be a couple slow weeks, which is why AEW and NXT has been doing the, like pseudo pay-per-views on their normal shows like we had new year's evil and then two weeks of what did they call it? new year smash i think it was new year smash or something like that for AEW. um i thought it was just new year's evil but no that was nxt yeah nxt was new oh, year's yeah. evil um, and i want to say they were new year smash because instead of like new year's bash yeah, like they were trying to do a play on words um as which, was as was nxt yeah new, exactly new year's eve and new year's evil yep which i really enjoyed new year's <clears throat> evil uh nxt has been pretty solid uh, AEW has been solid. I'm still like, I know everyone's super hyped on Bullet Club reunion, but I, I don't know. It, it's not my personal favorite members from Bullet Club. Like I love Good Brothers, I really do. But Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, I just, I'll always pick AJ and Prince Balor or Prince David, I should say. Yeah. Over those guys, so eh, it's fine. Yeah, it's 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 you know, it's it's fine that Bullet Club is back. I just I'm. Yeah, that's it. I, I still that's think it. they should have did it the week after Sting returned because, like, we were looking at the numbers this week, which drastic drop in NXT. I still think it's because everyone was like, oh, New Year's Bash Part 2. No, it's because everyone was watching the NHL. Honestly, I, I, <laughs> I fully said this to Paul because both numbers dropped. Well, the thing is, too, is that, like, what's going on in the world? Like, people are really watching a lot of news these yes. days. So the news seems to be, like, dominating every night. But, of 100%. course, wrestling always has to come for major sports. And I don't think they compete that hard with the NHL, but I'd imagine they compete a little bit. And the NHL has is, is been doing Wednesday Night Rivalry. Like, they're, they feature, like, usually, like, multiple games on Wednesdays on NBC Sports Network, sometimes even NBC. So that's the one night where, like, you know you're going to get mainstream coverage of the NHL. Yeah. And that just so happens to be the night when NXT and AEW go head-to-head. So I'd, I'd say that there were, you know, I was one of them. Well, what I, I was going to say was it was also, said. wasn't it literally opening night? Like It was the night. start of the season, So yes. I, that's why I was saying. Like, they had like, they had games from like five to midnight. Yeah. So there. like, if you like just take numbers as a whole between AEW and NXT, I think they dropped like 300 to 400,000 viewers. So like, I wouldn't be shocked if they were all like, it's opening NHL. I need hockey. It's just like opening day of football like three, four months ago. I literally was like, I think home all weekend. And I watched every game I could because I'm like, oh, my God, we have we have football. I am so beyond shocked. So I like I wouldn't be shocked if next week and the following weeks as it goes on, and people get more and more. The numbers start to kind of go back and average out. I'm not shocked there was a hard drop for first week of hockey. Everyone's excited for it to yeah, be back. I'm not, I'm not shocked either in that. And, you know, we always have to go back to thinking like, 
how many people just sometimes just don't want to watch wrestling or exactly bored of you know wrestling like i i get i don't watch i can't watch wrestling like all week every yeah. day every day i i, I paul can't and i are different breeds <laughs> like ralph ralph is the anchor of this show because he watches i, I don't know wrestling it's, it's just like a like with paul with hockey like i can watch hockey i wouldn't watch it seven days a week <laughs> but i wouldn't be shocked if it was on seven days a week paul watched it seven days a week i watched the game, I, I watched the game today right? exactly everyone has that one thing they could literally watch 24 7 and i have espn plus so i was even watching columbus Dude, cities fight each other? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was just the skyscrapers. And sh- you know what? I'm not even going to entertain that. I was going to make some dumb joke. And I got halfway through and I said something dumb just to humor you. Shut up. I got so excited. When you said skyscraper, I'm like, oh, he's going with it. He's going with it. And then I just realized how it sounded. So oh, yeah. thanks, Ralph. That I, was I, great. I took your bait. But yeah, like I said, and then even like last night, I don't even know if you know that they had the, well, you, I know you did because I did mention it. Hard to kill. The, yeah, hard to yes. kill, the TNA. So like I said, there's literally almost at this point. We're wrestling. never going to call it impact. You call, Dude, it, you call it TNA always. Because I still firmly believe they should never have changed the name. I think Total Nonstop Action was one of the most badass names. Like, it was so cool. Even TNA Impact, like I was fine with that. And then when they just switched it to Impact, it just felt like. I don't know, like when um they're the one wrestling company that doesn't have a three letter abbreviation anymore. And right, and that's maybe why they did that because they stand out. They're not WWE, AEW, ROH, CZW, NJPW. When they were doing that, I don't think NXT was being mainstreamed yet, and AEW was nowhere close to being of existence. They've been Impact for like longer, longer. Ever since I would say like Dixie Carter was in full swing of it, like. Uh, right around the time like Bischoff and Hogan went in and stuff, like uh, roughly a decade ago, is when uh, they slowly transitioned. And the one thing I really missed that I think they should bring back because this is what really made them stand out in the early to mid two thousands, late two thousands, their six sided ring. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. When you had people like Christopher Daniels, Chris Saban, AJ Styles, Alex Shelley, which he unfortunately had to step away from Hard to Kill for a personal thing. Hope you're well. If you somehow ever hear of this. I love you. Feel better. He said it wasn't COVID related, which I'm happy to hear. Yeah, um, like you gave those guys, it might not seem a lot, but they they made it like they made it more exciting because there was an extra two sides of rope to do things with. So while theoretically, when you compare four to six, yeah, there there probably is no. It's just an aesthetic look, but they made it feel like those two extra sides, like it added an extra like wow factor. So I, I feel like ever since they got rid of that, they've been on a downswing. I think they should bring it back. 100%. Especially they got people like um, Chris Bay, uh, Ace Austin. Like, I think those guys could really, like, use those extra ropes. I wonder if it's because they have to get custom rings made. Yeah, maybe. I just, you know, I don't know. what. I can't think of anything they did with a six-sided ring that they don't do. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's like when you, when you like, on paper, there, there is no difference. There's just two extra sides. Right. And it was just like, and even, like, when they did the, um, what's it called? The X Division title match where they hang it across, like, the ropes, yeah. which I still think is... Way better than a ladder match. That is one of their best ideas ever. That you have to like shimmy across the rope instead of using a ladder to get the title. So good. Uh, like I said, it was just I feel like it came down to the wrestlers and like with the things they could do and just like I guess it always felt like it was more like um high velocity, high impact, high speed, which is why I felt like the X division shined even more with the six sided ring than they do now. Whereas now I feel yeah. like they've gone towards like the powerhouse game with like Moose, Good Brothers, and the the, the talent they have now. Um, yeah, because, right. you know, some other three-letter company bought up all their 
high flying fast talent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like it, the whole point of it was I could watch wrestling literally every day of the week. Um, the only reason I don't is because if I don't watch it all, well, I have something to look forward to next week. Like there's like <laughs> other like shows and stuff I can watch. Like I could watch documentaries. I could watch, but if I watch them and I run out of things to watch, well, then what do I watch? Whereas if I don't watch everything, I always have something to watch. Logic. That's some good wisdom. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's really all I had. Uh, I guess we're going to get Pete Dune versus Kyle, not Kyle Riley, Jesus, uh, Finn Balor. That's going to be a hard-hitting match. Yeah, that'll be fine. I think, yet again, it's just a filler because they're going to keep building up Finn Balor to look insanely good and then have him lose to Karrion yeah. Cross the same way like Ciampa did. But like, They're, they're going to build – no, I think they're going to build Finn up just enough to where you almost believe that he could be Karrion Cross. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, that's – Pete Dune is a good stepping stone to achieve that goal. Especially since his return. He's been – I feel like on another level, uh, especially look wise, like he shredded himself and just, I feel like during pandemic, he was like, I got nothing else to do. So I guess let's just practice wrestling five, day, five days a week. Cause what else am I going to do? Um, I still would like, even though they're obviously not doing it. Uh, they even made a comment. Well, Finn made a comment was when carrying cross is ready. He knows where I am. I still think they should have had carrying cross win the North American championship, sit in the middle of the ring, look at it, throw it on the ground and be like, I'm ready, Finn. And then walk away. Just like, I feel like that's such a power move, but they're not going to do that. Cause yeah. they, that means they would have to like kind of ruin whoever has the North American title, which they have it currently on Gargano. So why not? <laughs> I don't think any company, it would take some balls to like have your own company outright disrespect one idols. But I would be, I would like to see that because obviously we know it's, it's for storyline and I think it also really depends on the person. I don't think there's many people that could pull that off. And as I think about it, I really think Karrion Cross is the only one like just in NXT in general, like who else? Like maybe Moose, but even Moose, like I mean Roman. Roman literally has, like, taken titles as demotions before in the past. Yeah, but then he, like, built them, I felt, back up. Um, I think there's plenty of guys. I guess maybe Roman, yeah. You could throw them in a storyline, and if they were to, like, disrespect the belt, I think it would be very believable. It's just not smart for a company, I guess, to blatantly, like, have one of your belts disrespected. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's a once every 10 to 15 year storyline you use. Right. So, yeah. And, hey, I'm just saying, I still don't think it's a horrible idea, but I I highly doubt it's going to happen. But I'd be cool with it. Uh, other than that, Dusty Rhodes Classic Cup start off to a good start. Keep watching it, people. We're about to get the women's next week, even though I don't. I think they've announced two teams. <laughs> nope, three teams. You're gonna have uh, Shotzi Blackheart with Ember Moon, mm-hmm. which, no offense, I I've just not been into her since her return. Ember? Yeah, I don't know. She's just not the same. Do- they haven't been doing much really. No, well, even when they brought her back and they, she was doing stuff for the first month, like I don't know, like her first NXT run and her main event run, it was just like. There's something different about her that I'm not... I mean, she's got a kind of a different look. But she's also... She's not a singles competitor. Yeah, that was weird. She definitely um, came back as one, and she's just been in tag match after tag match. Um, The the Rascals NXT. <sighs> the Little Rascals, now MSK, which I really want to know what that stands for, because that's such a weird acronym, or, like, lettering. But yeah, Little Rascals showed up. Uh, I was one of the few people that actually genuinely got so surprised, because... I somehow missed all the social media posts. Yeah. I literally <laughs> didn't even see MSK promoted until I was watching NXT. And I'm like, oh, well, wonder who that could be. And I was like, they just signed Little Rascals. Nowhere they're already debuting. So it's got to be like 
some other random tag team, but nope, it was Little Rascals, and I they put on some solid uh, product for their first debut match, which also made sense because they went up against a team that wasn't a team. It was just Koshida. Uh, no, not Koshida. They went up against uh, Jake Atlas and Swords Guy. Yes. Uh, so it was just like two random guys they threw together because, you know, if you did Imperium versus them first round, like how could you possibly justify it? Was, it was the good, day though, day? having them do Atlas and Isaiah Swords Scott because they're two, like, legitimately good wrestlers yes. that have a name in NXT. So, I mean, they both just recently fought for titles. So it's just enough to where, like, yeah, MSK can beat them, but it's also where, like, Oh, that's still pretty good that MSK came out, and it, it looks good for them to beat. They didn't beat, like, some nobodies. Exactly. Uh, so I, I'm definitely excited for the Dusty Cup because I felt like they literally picked 16 just really solid tag teams. Uh, I So I just want to see more of it. I'm, I'm really curious if maybe, like, UE gets screwed over again by Danny and Oni like they tried to this past week. So it would be interesting. I actually thought Breezango was going to win. When they came out and like beat up uh, Kyle O'Reilly on the side, I thought I was like, "Wow, they're gonna actually have Breeze Angle beat UE." That that was gonna be the upset of the year already. But no, I think does it all build to just UE versus those two again? I feel like having UE win this cup would almost be a waste. Like there's just so many other tag teams that UE against her. Uh, the tag champions, uh, Oni Larkin and Danny Burke, because whoever wins the cup gets a title shot, and those two aren't in it because they have the titles. And I just feel like not giving it to someone like MSK or Grizzled Young Veterans or maybe even Imperium. Like, it's I think I, I would think Imperium is probably the right choice. But then you have to view how much is Imperium versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. How many eyes is that going to Exactly. It's going to pull no eyes. But Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch versus Undisputed Era is going to – Undisputed Era in anything is going to get viewership. So – Yeah, like the only other people is uh, – I. Honestly, looking at the list, there's really no like maybe Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. I would be excited about, but no, I don't see that. And like that's the thing, it's like kind like they're the only ones that could make an argument storyline because of them getting beat up by them over and over again. But everyone else, like your boys, Lucha House Party, are randomly still on NXT. Yeah, that no chance. And, well, no, they're going against Imperium. They're there to make Imperium look good. No chance. But like they're just weirdly going back and forth between brands. It's like kind of confusing. Like, I think they just were like, shit, we only have 15 tag teams. Uh, yeah, I just... We need to borrow you guys for a week. <laughs> not, doing any, not doing anything up on the main roster. Exactly. Well. They, I mean, they their style fits NXT more. Yes. Oh, for sure. Uh, which is ironic, because, like, the next match under them is Hollywood... Bollywood Boys, sorry. And Legato Del Fantasma. So it's just, like, all six of those together, it's like... Yeah, they all kind of work together. Yeah. Like, it makes sense, like, that they fit in NXT better than they do in the main event. But they're a tag team good to have anywhere, so I guess it's fine to move them around. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm just going to call it now. I think it's Drake Maverick killing Dane versus UE in the finals. I think it's an aggressive call, but... Let me see the bracket. Here are lay brackets. I just, oh, what did I do? Oh, uh, it's just uh, one of my friends messaged me. You just had that. Okay, boom. So, like, there's some other ones. Like, Tony Nese is another one that's randomly getting uh, paired up with someone. I'm... Most likely to make the other team look good because they're another up-and-comer. Can't remember the name, but I feel bad. Ashante Adonis and Desmond Troy. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they're an actual tag team, but I don't remember what they're called. Because uh, I want to call them the guys over at AEW, which I know is not right. Like, Profits? No, not the Profits. I wanted Everrise to win. <clears throat> really? I love Everrise. I, you know, 
they're they're fine openers and mid carters for me. I don't. They haven't really done anything to super wow me. That their promos are great. They're just dirty NBC <laughs> wrestlers. I love it. I, yeah, I, I guess that's why I'm like you're good for a mid carter. I, I wouldn't want you to be my champion. I think you're gonna see Imperium and MSK on this side of the bracket, and you're gonna have Imperium win that, and then you're gonna have Gargano and Theory versus Undisputed Era. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I just I, I'm looking at this and I just don't see if you're if it's gonna be for a title shot, there has to be a name. Yeah. So Imperium's not a name. Like they're great wrestlers and they are like the only like one of the few legitimate tag teams there, but they're not a name that I don't want to watch Imperium versus Danny and Oni. Honestly, Sorry. it's really like without Walter like being yeah. the promo guy, Imperium's just really lackluster. Yeah, I agree. So I guess yeah, and they're like. I said Imperium because I'm like, yeah, Imperium. And then I'm like, Imperium. Because, uh, yeah, I guess just, yeah, without Walter. There is no Imperium without Walter. No, there Walter really isn't. Is Imperium. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that's why I was just saying Killian Dane and Drake Maverick just because, like, they have a history with Pat McAfee's little band of merry men. So, like, I could see them, but I still think it would be UE. Problem is, though, is they can't book based on history. They have to base book based on Viewability, yeah, but also like future storyline potential. There's no story main storyline that I want to watch. Probably I just not. I don't think the average months. It's you can look at the you know it's and that's weird. It's one of those things without fans, you can't really gauge one of these things because exactly. maybe when people were there, if they saw like these guys trying to fight back, you know, people would have cheered the little guy like what they did when right. uh Drake Maverick first got fired and then he got rehired effectively on the spot. Like it was because the fans were so behind him. And now without fans, it's like, yeah, these weird little storylines that maybe could have came to fruition just don't because there's no way to gauge if it'll work for you or not. No. Whereas like UE is just a guaranteed work. Like there's a reason why they held every title and were dominant the way they were is because they're a guaranteed draw. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, based off of just logic and statistics, yeah, I, I would pick UE. And it's what, the one last thing they need? Or no, did they win last year? I don't remember. Oh no, there was the one year though when Roderick Strong... Screwed over Pete Doom. That was at the Dusty Rhodes Classic, right? Yeah. All right, so never mind. They've already won one. Yeah. It just means the other two that haven't won one would win one. Right. So now all four of them would win it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what they're going for. Uh, other than that. Let's talk about Adam Pierce and Kevin's. Oh, dude, I'm so just – I was – there were people who weren't into it. I, I think they had the initial shock of, really, they're taking Goldberg and Adam Pierce and putting them in the titles. The difference was Goldberg was mediocre. The storyline between Adam Pierce and Roman – it just it told itself. It was fluid. It 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 felt right. Where's gold? So the best thing to do is put Kevin Owens, right? Yeah. Like why not? <laughs> why would I want Adam Pierce after just feeling bad for him and knowing that he can do these things and could probably defend himself? Why would I want to see that? I just that still that bothers me because they even built it up. It, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it is now a last man standing match, and I'm like, you know, that's a great match for Adam Pierce to like have his shining moment where like he lasts. He doesn't win. But, like, he laughs and shows that he has a backbone and he's not going to get pushed around. Instead, he, quote-unquote, pulls a fast one on Roman and an old injury appeared and Kevin Owens takes his spot. And I just felt like – it felt like I was getting the rug pulled out from underneath me. Like, I was getting built into this storyline of Adam Pearson. Anyone who knows, like, wrestling history, like, sure, an 18-year-old probably doesn't know who Adam Pearson is. Paul and I, we know who Adam Pearson is. He's a badass. Like, did he ever get his moment and shine in WWE? No, but he can still hold his own. So I was excited to see him do just... It was the same as uh, Jey Uso versus Roman. We knew Jey was going to lose every time, but it would really show who Jey was, which is what I wanted for Adam Pierce. 
I'm just curious. Maybe the fans were just so against it. They were like, let's just pull the cord, put Kevin Owens back in. Or was this the, the plan the whole time? It just, it doesn't see, it doesn't make sense for this needing to happen just to put Kevin Owens in. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like something, something went down where they pulled the plan. Yeah, it just doesn't if, follow any logical like path to like get Kevin Owens. I don't know. Like maybe. maybe Adam Pierce actually did like as he was training here, ready did actually injure himself somehow, and instead of just come out and saying it, they were like, "Well, let's work it into like a storyline where you're like getting one over on him." So I guess the best I can come up with, or the fact that maybe enough fans complained, they were like, "Oh, maybe this is a bad idea," and so they switched it. Mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe they were going to go full steam ahead with it. And just something had to have happened that made them change their minds. Cause it just felt everything was organically flowing. And then it's just like, you put a dam in the middle of it. And now you get this like man-made river going <laughs> and it's just like weird. I don't know. I, like I'm still fine with the match, but that's it. I'm yeah, I mean, fine I'll, I'll with still the match. Watch. Exactly. I'm not, I was excited for the Royal Rumble for that match. I could literally couldn't care less about Goldberg versus Bra or Goldberg, Goldberg versus Drew um, the Rumble matches, yeah, obviously I want to see those, but I was actually really excited for Adam Pierce Roman Reigns, and now it's like, well, I just don't get that, and I just feel like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just feel like Vince is looking at me through a camera with a big old middle finger. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, there's had to have been something that went down, and we probably won't know for a while, if at all, but something happened where Adam Pierce was not good to go. That, that's the only thing I could logically come up with, because like. Vince has never pulled the cord because of fans, so I'd imagine it's because something happened with Adam Pierce, and he either maybe backed out or he felt he wasn't ready, so he didn't want to embarrass himself in Roman. Like, so th- that's the only thing I could come up with is something happened. Which, hey, spread our podcast, get it big. Let's get Adam Pierce on here. I'll interview <laughs> him. I'll ask him the hard hitting questions. <laughs> he, he's never going to accept, but I will extend the offer. Yeah, don't don't hold your breath on that, but. Yeah, I will not. I would never hold my breath on anyone unless it's like I'm asking a local dude to come do this. And even then, he might still say no. <laughs> Probably. You never know. If it's a friend, he might do me a favor. Do me a solid. <laughs> uh, so I, I feel like we pretty much hit anything and everything going on with a little splash of news in there for anyone who doesn't follow the news. Yeah, it's Royal Rumble season. and It doesn't feel like it. Next week, we'll be able to talk. Have more length, more in depth about what's going to happen at the Rumble. There's still that week. There's this week and next week. So, yeah, like, I think next week's episode will be our podcast will be a lot more entertaining. It just seems like it's kind it's of just a, more informative. We're here to be your news. Yeah. Well, yes, we just take <laughs> we just take the news we hear from other people and just say it. So mainly from WWE, right? <laughs> um. So I know a couple weeks ago I had started the pitch. Do you have a pitch, or do you not want to do a pitch? Or do you want? To I was pitch? thinking one. I was trying to think of one. Um, yes, my pitch will always be, uh, and this is the people hard disagree with me. I think, but there need to be there needs to be another belt for men and women on each show. There's too many matches with too many good wrestlers that don't meet. It was funny because I I firmly thought when you were at, no one's going to agree with me. I was like, he's going to say two hour raw. <laughs> We've already expressed um, it's that's not a pitch because everybody except Vince agrees. Good, I disagree. Two hour raw. Nope. That'll be um, that'll be my pitch for next. I guess week. now that I think about it, like maybe one of the main reasons is NXT is so much better is because there are more titles and more matches are and relevant, especially for the women. Like, there's just three belts the women. Like, how many times do we need to watch like Dana Brooke versus like Carmella just random for nothing? Just a I say it, it's just a build momentum match. Nobody cares. 
Nobody cares. But if there's another belt, you can have another like lower tier belt that people can fight over and it makes a match actually like, worth watching or like, oh, you know, Charlotte, Nazca, Becky are top tier, you know, Sasha and Bailey are up there as well. But then there's like, there's no like intercontinental title for yeah, there's not a U.S., not an intercontinental. There should be. Not a cruiserweight. There, there should be. The closest you get is 24-7, which doesn't even No, count. there needs to be another belt for the women. And even for the men, uh, unpopular opinion, there needs to be another belt because there's too many matches that just don't matter. Right, because Roman's not dropping that belt anytime soon. Big E's probably not dropping that belt anytime soon. No. So when they don't know what to do with singles, they just put them in a random tag team and have them go for the tag belts. When you could have, like, another belt there. Like, the... Bring back the European title. It was funny. I was thinking about that belt so much the other just week. Just bring it back and then make another one up. Call it like the global champion. Yeah. And they're just, they're lower, they're low tier belts. But like you could have somebody like, like AJ could hold a belt right now. And it's just AJ can still do what he's doing, but he'll have a belt. And it's for the European championship. And you put it on someone like AJ, it'll be kind of relevant belt. And on SmackDown, like Shinsuke, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro could fight over this new belt. While like allowing like Sami Zayn and Otis to like go after the Intercontinental title, if they, there's so and you don't and you can like keep tag teams as tag teams. You don't have to just resort to putting these singles guys as tag teams because you don't know what to do with them as singles. You have another belt. It's not just random match after random match to build momentum. It's oh, there's another belt that these guys can go after. And I'm a big, I'm a big, big fan of that. Yeah, I especially like scrap the twenty four seven belt too if you have to for it. I still think you could keep that one, but you just need them. It, it, it's not the twenty four seven belt; it's the r truth belt, hundred <laughs> percent. It is there to just make r truth do some comedic relief. I still think they could have made that belt relevant multiple times, and they've ruined it. It probably should just go away. But yeah, especially with a three hour raw having an extra belt on that, like I think that's why people hate raw so much. Not only because like oh, I'd have to say a blade, but I got work the next day. It's because Say on SmackDown, you get an hour and a half of good stuff and a half hour filler. That's not a horrible ratio. On Raw, it's if you get an hour and a half of good stuff, an hour and a half of fluff, like I right. feel and, like I just wasted an hour and a half. And, and Drew is not dropping that belt anytime soon. No. Like so, the there's, two there's guys one, aren't so there's just one belt that's just, you're just going to have just one guy after one guy after one guy. Whereas like a lower title belt, it can kind of change hands a little bit, make things more exciting. When a belt changes hands, it's exciting. Yeah. So, you know, there's another belt that can – that's my pitch. That's my I, pitch. You know, I like Work. the European. Maybe – I'm trying to think of, like, another old belt, but maybe not even old belt. We just create something new. It's a global championship. Call it the global championship because they just base it off, like, outside of the, it's the, the main titles. It's just based off locations. The U.S., the Intercontinental, European, the European and then just the, the, the Earth belt. The, <laughs> the Earth belt. The global belt. The transatlantic belt. <laughs> just call it something. the oceanic belt sure the oceanic belt. Don't we don't care. have the oceans represented call yeah so call it whatever but like you know make it or make like a north american belt for the main roster yeah so there's there's plenty I, I just there's so many guys that could have their matches mean just a little bit more if there's another belt that they can go after and i care more about matches when i know there's like one of those wrestlers has a yes which i actually just like jokingly thought of one in my head but I think it kind of works because, like, Sami Zayn right now, he's, like, all pissed that he doesn't have the IC belt. You don't – maybe he takes that along and he makes the Canadian belt or something. Sure. Like, he, could, he, he creates could, his own belt. He could continue to fight for that Intercontinental title if he wants. Or if there's another belt, he could just try to go after that one. There's potential. There's there's potential yeah, there. Well, like, I was just picking back off of yours. Like, he yeah. could literally, for a storyline, sure. create his own belt. There's just, bring back the television title. It has to be defended every week. Sure. There's Damn. nothing that has to be... Yeah, that's a good example. But there's nothing that I think that these belts would add that isn't... Yeah, I think it could only help. Like, 
unless they were all 24-7 like, titles. Like then that, it would ruin like it that Cesaro-Daniel Bryan match was really, really good. And those are two really, really good guys who should probably have belts. That match, ha- I'm like, oh, I could be like, are they going to go for the Universal title? Nah, probably not. Or if they do, they'll lose. Or it could be like, maybe the one of them will challenge Big E. But then if there's another belt, I could be like, ah, this makes sense. That like they probably don't want Roman or Big E to drop their belts. Daniel Bryan, Cesaro won. He could probably go for this European title now and hold it for a while. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan can challenge him for the belt next if he wins. So many opportunities. And honestly, like with the stable you have on SmackDown, you could even create like a specialty one. Like how they have like you have the X Division over on TNA is supposed to be like like the cruiserweight effectively. Like it, well, it used to be. It's kind of changed where like you had to be a certain weight. Maybe they do one where it's like a submission only type belt. And then you get people who are like insanely technically like, I don't want to say technically advanced because that's not right. Like they're just very technical wrestlers like Daniel Bryan and even Cesaro and Drew Gulak on the other brand. Like you put them all on it, like in their own little division, like you're just going to have pure wrestling matches. And like, yet again, what are some of the most talked about non-specialty matches? Pure title. The pure the title pure wrestling title. Well, because oh. like outside of anything like disqualification ladder cage match over the last year, you take those out. Some of the most talked about just wrestling matches are you got Kyle O'Reilly. No, the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> I still, I still, it honestly, that match, that match didn't let me down. No, it didn't let me down, but I still would have, I like, I'm like one of those people that it was a great <laughs> match. I don't think it, Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan was a great wrestling match. Uh, AJ. AJ yeah, and Daniel. Uh, like I said, and then you, uh, Kyle O'Reilly with both Pete Dune and Finn Balor, like they put on really good technical matches so if you kind of make a belt just for that like i don't want to call it the technical belt because that just sounds dumb. Like the pure belt like, pure belt yeah like pure wrestling belt like just but, i'm sorry go ahead that's well, so, i was just so saying like rude. you just take something out like maybe you can't like like no power moves allowed or something like that like that's the rule for that belt like so you can't power bomb yeah, a guy but, you can't soup i maybe nah, but, but, but more importantly though like the women deal. yes there's too many talented women who don't have a path to a belt there's too many like it's it's just the raw belt the smackdown belt or the tag title. There's no other belt for women to go after. And there's too many. There's just too many talented wrestlers that need another way to like showcase themselves. And if anyone gets punished with the, you just get put in a tag team and go about your day anymore. It's the women. Like look at they yeah. broke up the iconics immediately. Peyton Royce got like two singles weeks and then she's with Lacey Evans now. And is Billy Kay part of the riot squad now? Yeah. Like, I don't. That one's weird. Like that one, a lot of people were like, "We really want to see her become Adam Pierce's assistant." Like the resume, and I was like, "The people were actually creating storylines based off of that persona." And I'm like, "I'm in on this." Like, kind of make her a manager. Dude, just role. keep doing things with Billy Kay. She's fantastic. Yeah, she doesn't need to wrestle. She's she actually fantastic. somehow created this persona. Yeah, that is just perfect for her. Instead, like, I, like she's kind of pseudo managing the Riot Squad or Tamina and Talia, depending on the week. But like that's and then great. That's like, we don't know who she's yeah, exactly. she manages the, everybody. Natalia and Tamina randomly put into a tag team to face the ride squad. Dana and, Brooke and Mandy Rose. Dana, well, yeah, and they like they got split up. You split up Fire and uh, Fire and Desire to have her just move to Raw and immediately go with Dana Brooke because they didn't know what to do with Dana Brooke, even though she literally put in the work to make herself. Better. I was going to say, I think Dana Brooke could like hold the like intercontinental women's title. Yeah, if anything, give them the television title. Make them defend it every week or sure. something. Like, putting that on someone like a workhorse like Dana Brooke, like, is it going to be the most prestigious thing? No, but, like, it's still going to – people are going to watch that and be curious. Uh, and then create a proper tag team division. You have the stables for this, but if they can't think of a storyline, they don't want to do it. So if you don't want a storyline, well, then just, yeah, create a couple more belts. That honestly just kind of fixes your problem. 
And then you could even put weird stipulations like give the men and women each a television title. Put it on two different brands. Boom, perfect. I still think that's one of the belts that should have never went away. I agree. But I think it was an ECW, which is why it went away, because ECW went away. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely ideas. And if they can come up with all these other fancy storylines, if someone can come up with, let's add one more belt, then I'm, I'm like trying to think, because you can't really do cruiserweight for women's, because they're kind of all really cruiserweights, like other than yeah, no, it's the occasional karma who shows up, who's giant, like most of them are... Yeah, and you can't like, bring back the Divas title because they're really that would be diminishing. Really trying to get away from that, and it was understandable at so. its time. It was the main title, and effectively, it would just be. I, feel I like, just there's you just you could just call it whatever. Yeah, there's got to be something. There's 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 so many things that you could do, and it can't be worse than the twenty four seven championship. So no, <laughs> literally, if they ever somehow try to make a belt worse than the 24-7 title, I think they actively tried to make a belt yeah. worse than the 24-7 title. I just think it would just benefit the wrestlers, and it would also benefit the viewers watching matches that are seemingly, like, have importance behind them. I am, you know, honestly, I think I like this pitch more than mine about uh, Retribution. I try to think of how I could <laughs> save Retribution, and you were like, how can I save the brands? Paul, Paul went bigger and better, I think. Uh, well, it's something, like I've, it's something I've given a lot of thought about to the time. I think that it's – and I've read, I've read like, things from on the internet, and I've heard things uh, that pe other people say that they're, like, they think there are already too many titles and that titles are losing their prestige because there's too many of them now. I hard disagree, but I can kind of see that argument. So I feel like – because, like, you said that because I, I can see both arguments. Like, I don't think there's enough because of this. But it feels like there's too many because they're the only ones being showcased yeah. with the random filler match of the other people. So if you add a little bit more in there, you don't have to have 30 to 40 minutes of Drew McIntyre. You could have 15 to 20 minutes, and then you have 15 to 20 minutes for this other one. Like, too many belts would be if there's 10 on each brand. But look at NXT. I do not think NXT has too many belts. I think they almost have the right number. Uh, and you, what's that, five over there? We have North American Cruiserweight uh, Tag Team women's championship, men's championship. There's five mm -hmm. titles on a two-hour show, and I feel like they all get showcased perfectly. Yeah, I, I think NXT does it so well. So if NXT can do it, why can't the others? And I think it's all because since they're not breaking a million views, Vince is probably like, they're not doing it right, so I don't care. Yeah, maybe. But I bet you if you put them on a different night, they would do way better. But that's a whole other argument we've been having for months. <laughs> not even an argument. We're in agreement to it. Just move. So I feel like that's the only reason why Vince doesn't take notes even though I feel like while the viewership isn't there, it's like rating. Like if you put it on Rotten Tomatoes, it would have a higher critics and fan viewer rating than Raw. Yeah, I agree. absolutely. You know, I'm gonna, let's start a page. We're going to rate every episode. I'm going to let fans, they can submit ratings. We're going to give Vince the hard evidence. He won't care. No, he won't. But, you know, it'll make me feel like I accomplished something in life. I, I created a wrestling review page for people. You created a podcast. <laughs> I did. Well, we. You, you started the idea. Pretty sure. Yeah, you, but you do all the work. Yeah, but you, you you brought the idea to me. Yeah, and then you did all the work to make that idea real. Yeah. So it's like it's fifty it's like, fifty. No, Boom. it's like seventy thirty. I had a thirty percent idea, and then a twenty five percent idea, and then five percent talking. <laughs> and the rest is you. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I am in on that pitch. So anyone who listened, I comment, share, whatever. Let us know. Like, I still I think that was a better pitch than mine. I definitely think that. Are we working? No, but I was just thinking, like, that's, like, I felt like I was starting, like, small, and you were like, no, we're go big or go home, motherfucker. I was going to swear, and I was like, nah, I shouldn't. 
Nobody listens. Who cares? Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, I just I think that's like a big, grand, great idea. And I was like, here's my little guy. They're big in different ways. Yeah. You had a very specific fix, a very big fix to a small problem. I had a very small fix for a big problem. Yeah, but, but that's a perfect And it's just funny you said that because literally I think last week – Someone had posted a picture of the European title, and I was like, man, mm-hmm. that used to be like Triple H had that. That was like a relevant belt. And then one thing I would like. So I hated it, though. Like, I hated it. I think a lot of people did. Yes. But, you, but it's funny because you say that. The only thing I was going to bring up, I like the old tag team titles so much more. Oh. And I know you're going to say, no, I like the bronze ones. I think those are ugly as sin. But, yeah, the Europeans were ugly. It, it, it needs to get updated. Ever. You want to know how you can update that? So you like wrap European around like the top of a circle and then you put champion around the bottom circle. This one's, this one's okay. Cause it looks like it was like glossed up or like they made some detailed, new ones. Yeah. So like you say you kind of like the North American, you put the European like continent right in the middle. You write European over the top of it, champion under the bottom, but then it spins. <laughs> you want a reaction out of me. I'm not giving you one. <laughs> um, but I still think the original, like, Oh, what was it? The I think it was like the World Tag Team Champions and the WWE Tag Team Championships before they like merged everything together. I actually liked how those looked. They felt the ones now just kind of feel generic and they're the same. Best belt of all. Are you about to show me the bronze one? World, the, honestly, the heavyweight title is the best belt of all time. I I still think I would like the original WWE Championship more than that. Oh well, yeah, the, that the, one. The weight, the eagle. No, not the eagle. Oh, the original, original. No, the like, one that was it an eagle that like Eddie and Brock and them had. Or are you talking about like the actual winged eagle belt? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Because the winged winged eagle belt wasn't that like a version of the IC belt at one point, like when Brett and Sean and all of them had it. Are you I, talking about this one? No. Oh, I like that one a lot too. That one was the nice Attitude too. Era belt. That belt, the the US title, the heavyweight title, and the Attitude Era eagle belt. Uh, this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I the forgot. old school WWE champion, the World the Wrestling Entertainment. Yes. Oh, I guess it does have an eagle at the top with the like the. No, it, I, it's a more modern version of what yeah. you had. No, that that one, I I don't know. It just felt it's like a the AEW title. It just feels like a really prestigious looking thing. Yeah, I love the AEW. Whereas title. the Universal and the WWE, WWE they literally just have a big WWE logo on them. There's like. They're, they're identical. Hey. The tag titles are identical. Yeah. The women's titles are identical to the men's titles and identical to each other. Like, there's I, no... I hate all the belts. The right U.S. Now. and the IC, those two, honestly... I love the U.S. belt. I, I was not a fan of the IC when it first got um, reshown. Yeah, no, I, I like the IC one, too. And Who it's just I because I am still a hard fan of the, like, throwback white one that, like, Cody Rhodes had. Yeah. That was... Cool. Ooh, yeah. That's, it was just so clean looking. And it was a throwback to the original, but I would say... Like, look at the U.S. and IC title. Those are different and so unique that, like, they stand out. Like, that U.S. title's hot. Like, that thing's sick. And we even saw it in person, a replica one at one of our local stores, and that thing is sick. So, like, why make all your belts look the same? Like, if you want, say, the Universal and the Raw Women's Championship to kind of look similar because, like, you say they're, like, your flagship flagship brand show and you think they're a little bit better, Sure. Then don't make the Universal and the SmackDown women's one identical. Don't make the tag team ones identical. Like, and they all just got labeled Raw and SmackDown X that it, they just don't feel relevant. Like, yeah, they I, are, I but they're just like, I don't know. Just thinking, like, what, 15, 20 years ago, every belt looked different. Every belt was its own title. But every belt looked like it was like a combat title. Like, it looked like it was like a fighting a pro- championship like, belt. It was like, it was gold. It was. 
Nobody looked like, prestigious. Like, there's nothing. I don't. I was going to say proper prestigious is the word. I don't want the, like, the WWE belt and universal title right now. Like, there, I would, like, if I, I'd love to buy, like, a, a WWE belt. I would never buy those. No. They're so bad. They're just generic. They feel generic. They look generic. Like, like one of the two belts I own is the Eddie Guerrero signature belt because it's the like I, I shouldn't say original, but it's the one I grew up with, the WWE World Heavyweight or the World Championship belt, and it just it looks so elegant. There's detail to it. There's not just a big two W's w with some, some diamonds. Some, like look at yeah. AEW's. Like I'm gonna keep bringing that one up. It says AEW on it, but honestly, it's like the smallest part of the belt. It is this big giant thing with such like intricate detail that I actually bought one of the fake plastic ones. <laughs> to, to hang with my figures because it just looks cool. Why would I ever spend $15 on one of the fake WWE ones when all I'm effectively doing, I might as well just take a spray paint a can and put WWE on my wall and then put some fake uh, crystals around it. <laughs> Boom, I have the title for free. So, yeah, no, I, I, I've been wanting to say that forever. I don't like – I'm going to blame The Rock. I feel like it all started with him when he, like, debuted a yeah. new title when he took it. Yeah. So, no offense, Rock, I, I'm going to blame you for this because I, I need to blame someone. And I know you were there just to showcase it, but I'm going to blame you. Yeah, that belt sucks. It does. It really does. And I'm not a fan of the color, co like, the color-codedness. Like how the Universal's red because it's on SmackDown. Or no, it's blue because it's on SmackDown. And At least when it was red, it looked, I don't know. The red is a lot better than the blue is so bad. Yeah, I don't know why. I think when I just say, like, the word Universal, like, red kind of makes sense. I don't know why. Because it's been Universal for so long, and it was always on Raw. And I just, yeah, I... The blue, the blue universal belt is just crap. I was hyped the very first week because it was Bray Wyatt who showed it, and ever since it left Bray Wyatt's hand, I literally couldn't have cared less. It's oh, just yeah, I care that Roman has. It's yeah, just, I, I like that. Just Roman the has pure, belt. the pure design, what the belt means, I like. But it's just the pure design of that belt is trash. Honestly, and if anyone could re like design it, it's Roman's show. Roman just goes, no, this is WWE's belt. It's not my belt. He just throws it in the trash. Debuts his own belt. They did it for Daniel Bryan, even though it was still just another big dumb W. And it was just made out of hemp <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, but it, it was different. It, it did. Like honestly, I would even be fine with that. Like maybe each champion. Uh, no, nah, I think that would kind of get tired of just every champion. They started making new belts like that. But like in in monumental, I'm talking about a permanent change. Yes, to that new title. Yeah, I was just thinking like Daniel Bryan's wasn't permanent. It was obviously like once someone else won the belt, it was going back. But yeah, no. If anyone could make like a permanent change. Drew, I feel like he's in the position since he's faced. He'd be like, no, WWE, man, yeah, WWE. So, like, he wouldn't want to change it. Roman, he literally is the past three weeks. He's like, it's my show. You do what I say. I make you have a job. If anyone should just be like, screw this belt that has a WW on it, we're making my belt, it's Roman. Like, yeah, they, they should just do that. I agree. I'm, like, so in on that idea. And, like, and then, like I said, you have Sami Zayn make the Canadian title because he can't get the IC title back and he feels spited. And there's a conspiracy on them. So I, I'm just saying, there's options here. And WWE should start listening to us. Honestly, no. Fire your crew. Hire us. <laughs> and you could literally pay us what you pay them. And <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'm down for that. Um, all right. Well, that was a lot more longer talking about belts than I expected. I think we both just had some frustration to talking get out about. about. Is, talking about belts is fun. They're like the one of the most iconic parts, if not the most iconic part of professional wrestling. Yeah, any like look at the boxing titles. Like each one of those is distinct, different. They're like yeah, boxing titles are so weird looking, but because they they're so weird looking, they're so awesome. Yeah, and like they're just you can feel 
like the prestigiousness just coming off of like someone holds that belt you're like oh like you just feel wowed by it someone holds up a WWE belt they're like oh all right that's a that's a belt kenny omega holds up the aw belt or like when chris jericho did i was like oh that's a belt that's what i'm talking about wwe is just yeah i don't get the same reaction i do like any other belt yeah so they they need to fix that fix it roman roman <laughs> roman he made it into one play of the game uh is it Rudy? Rudy. And it was me making another dumb cultural reference. You can edit that out if you want. No, we're going to leave that. Okay. And people can decide if I'm an idiot or not. <laughs> or if they like my little throw in cultural references. I don't even think that's a cultural reference. It's just a sports reference to a movie I like that I don't think anyone talks about anymore. <laughs> oh, I kicked your dog. Uh, she went from <laughs> not being there to there. Uh, yeah, you got anything else? Shout out to Taman. We love you. Love you, Taman. Let, let us know if you like Ralph's uh, cultural reference. Our one fan. Yeah, but <laughs> you can't even ask him. He's biased. He's literally going to say he loves anything. I know he will. I so, know. point Ralph. <laughs> no, that's all I got. No, that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the Face the Heel podcast. Make sure you get over on Facebook, Twitter, wherever else Ralph has created something for the Face the Heel podcast and give us a like. My name is Paul. That's Ralph. We'll see you soon.